0: New Year! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Danger Room, the X-Men Comics Commentary Podcast. My name is Adam. And my name is Jeremy. And we're here to discuss Uncanny X-Men number 197, the September 1985 issue on sale June 11th of 1985, cover price 65 cents, and this one's titled, To Save Arcade? Question mark? I wonder if Arcade's in this issue. Starring Shadowcat and Colossus of the Uncanny X-Men.
1: However, on the cover of this, you see Storm, who's flying, Rogue, Colossus, Shadowcat, Cyclops, who must be away from his honeymoon, laying on the ground, Nightcrawler, and uh, Wolverine, all at the feet of Dr. Doom.
0: Dr. Doom? Dr.
1: Doom. Doom. Yeah, Dr. Do- Doom. Doom? <laughs> <laughs> the one and only. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's a yellow background.
0: It's very yellow.
1: It almost looks like uh, he's yawning, Dr. Doom.
0: Uh, I guess he could be. The eyes kind of make him, it's an angry yawn. I've
1: always interpreted this picture as Dr. Doom just kind of like, eh, bring bring on some more because of the way his little mouthpiece is wide open, kind of in a yawning-like pose. <laughs>
0: I I thought it was more of a... Mm.
1: I've never been a huge fan of this cover, uh, and I'm still not a huge fan of this cover.
0: I would agree with you. It's pretty boring.
1: So that's it, man. Uh, this one's written by Chris Claremont. Uh, John Romita Jr. and Dan Green are the artists, uh, Tom orzakowski 's lettering. Glynis Oliver is the colorist, and Nocenti is the editor, and Heem Shuter is the editor in Heath.
0: And we cut right into the action as we are import, aboard the Imperial Shi'ar Yacht Zrishar. Zrishar! Zrishar. And uh, how did we get here? I don't know. Uh, I'm sure
1: this is one of those stories that starts in the middle uh, and will end at the beginning, okay, I guess I don't know, but Colossus barges into a room that has Kitty
0: and Peter Rasputin what and Peter even says, We are being attacked, Katya, by myself,
1: and the other Colossus is like a perfect copy. You may be imposter, but you don't match for you're no match for the original.
0: I am going to throw you out of the ship now
1: and they cr- they crash through the hull of the ship vacuum is happening and uh wind and stuff and both colossuses are outside
0: no 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 that's just one colossus see i thought that too this picture actually looks like two colossuses but colossus in the costume is inside and he threw colossus Colossus not in the costume outside
1: yeah the first panel when he says but you are no match for the original it looks like two colossuses are barging through the hull but you're right in the next panel it is uh Colossus saving Kitty.
0: Those are his Those are his clothes bursting open as he changes. Oh. See, this whole thing confused me because I thought the one on the bed was the real Colossus. But the one on the bed is the one who, who bursts out of his clothes into his Colossus outfit and gets tossed out of the ship. So oh. the real Colossus mm-hmm. is the one that bursts in. Yeah. And I assumed because the one on the bed says, we are being attacked, by myself, that he was the real one. And then I was very confused. And then I realized oh, I get it now.
1: Right. So, uh, yeah. So he, the Colossus that is supposedly the real Colossus uh, saves Kitty. And uh, Kitty is then like, the question x Man is who will save you? And Kitty turns into a brood queen.
0: No, this cannot be.
1: Yeah. And he, he's running away. He's kind of uh, reeling backwards and he crashes through a wall. And another woman is like, Are
0: you hurt, Colossus? We get a big panel of him going, no! He says that the brood are extinct.
1: He does, because their planet was destroyed, which that could be. Their planet may have been destroyed. I don't really remember.
0: Man, I don't remember that either.
1: Yeah. Um, But so, for all intents and purposes, uh, in the confines of issue 197, the brood are extinct. No more, no more, what was his name? Skirkle. No more Skirkle. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Looks like you were wrong, (laughs) Skirkle
1: And a woman, a familiar voice to Colossus anyways says
0: Come to me, let Zaji ease your pain My other love, he says, that I met on the Beyonders world
1: Yep you i cast out kitty from my heart was that wrong your hand your face and then she disintegrates into like a well she disintegrates into death basically
0: by the way i'm dead and i'm lonely so come join me
1: for eternity we'll seal it with a kiss and so he runs and he does another very long and loud no and then he finds himself on the Ust-Ordinsky Collective, where he grew up, uh, which is when we first met him, he was saving his little sister Ilyana from a runaway tractor.
0: But I shall rescue her, he says, diving in front of, well, between Ilyana and the tractor, destroying the tractor, as, as he did.
1: And Ilyana turns around, and she's like, thanks a lot! If I'd have died, then I'd never been kidnapped by the demon wizard Belasco, and reshaped into his image, his apprentice.
0: Jeremy, he, she says, thanks a lot, bro. Bro? Yeah, what did I say? Thanks a lot. I mean, it's the origin of bro. Come oh, on.
1: oh, this is the first appearance of bro ever?
0: Yeah, in thanks the, a lot, bro. In the English language? If I died then, I'd never have been kidnapped by the demon wizard Belasco, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. And so the brood queen, the death Zaji, and the demon Iliana face Colossus, And they say that we loved you, we trusted you, and you let us down. You failed us, Peter Rasputin.
0: Okay, so in A Nightmare, it kind of makes sense that Ilyana is Demon Mm Blasco and Jaji is turned into death. But why is Kitty a brood?
1: Ah, nothing nothing else they could figure out. I mean, they probably just could have had kitty just like be totally cold and mean to him and like i never want to talk to you and i hate you peter rasputin i loved you now i hate you
0: was was colossus like really upset during the brood saga about kitty being infected by a a brood
1: no i i just think they were looking for some extremes and and they decided to make a kitty i don't know okay was did kitty even have a brood queen in her I thought so. I don't remember. They they all had broods in them, right? But they weren't all brood queen, were they?
0: Uh, No, I think there was only one brood queen.
1: Yeah. So So
0: it would be either Kitty or Storm.
1: I guess maybe Colossus secretly uh, blames himself for Kitty being infected with the brood queen. (laughs) Lies! (laughs) Oh, yeah, because of you, Kitty Pride's heart was broken, which has nothing to do with this nightmare. Because of you, Zaji died. That's somewhat true. Because of you, Ilyana became a demon sorceress. Now, that's not fair. He saved her life, and then much later in her life, she became a demon.
0: Hey, bro, I never asked for that.
1: (laughs) The debt must be paid as we suffered and suffer still. So must you. And that's when he wakes up.
0: With the final, no!
1: He bursts through his clothes, and he says... Is is this the thing you sent me? Yeah, this is it. Oh, he, he says this. Short vazmi. Short vazmi, which apparently means damn it.
0: Damn it. Yes, it means damn it, but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean one word damn it, D A M M I T. That's a whole different word. Mm-mm. According to Google Translate. According yeah. according to this, it's damn it.
1: Damn it. Yeah. It's not
0: even darn it or dang it. Those are all have different translations. And then there's interjections. Damn it, I'll be damned. Or damn it. Yeah. Damn it, also different. Yeah, yeah. Damn, also different.
1: Yeah. yeah. So he's a, oh, I have transformed to my armored self in my sleep and ruined yet another pair of pajamas. So this actually led me, I've read this issue many times, and I never really thought about this until I read this issue. You know how, like, Cyclops is like, oh, if I ever open up my eyes, I could kill somebody. Well, how couldn't shouldn't colossus have like a a personality trait based on the same thing like if he ever took a wife or if he was ever in bed with somebody else and he had a nightmare he could conceivably smush whoever he's next right
0: why does colossus sleep in pajamas in the first place
1: well because he's russian (laughs) and he's a polite boy his his colossus wang uh embarrasses him (laughs) So he wears Do you, pajamas wait a to cover Hold it. on a
0: second. What? Do you call your wang your Jeremy wang?
1: <laughs> uh, well, and it depends on company, but but uh, <laughs> I'm not going to answer that question.
0: Hey, everybody. Check out my
1: Jeremy wang. <laughs> well, when I say Colossus wang, I mean metal, okay? <laughs> maybe maybe Colossus, he himself gets large in metal, and maybe that is the one part of himself that doesn't get large in metal. <laughs>
0: All right, we're talking way too much about dicks.
1: <laughs> oh, anyways, yeah, speaking of dicks, he wakes up in a bedroom, but it's not his bedroom he notices, and Katya is there,
0: too. Oh, but but I must remember after we broke up, she told me never to call her by that pet name. Does she hate me for hurting her so? He has a lot of questions in this use. Were they ever dating?
1: I don't know that there was ever any official, like, will you be my boyfriend? Yes, I'll be your girlfriend. But they had a...
0: That is not the proper answer to that question.
1: I don't know the answer. Will Adam. you
0: be my boyfriend? Yes, I'll be your girlfriend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Um, I don't know. It never yeah, I, it seems like they they had a uh crushes on one another that never really seemed to go anywhere.
0: It's kind of like how Cyclops and Jean Grey were an item and then they never kissed. Right. Until they but did. But clearly it. they were an item, everybody knew it.
1: Um no, but they
0: always had, well, I think
1: that's a little different because they always had the little thought balloons as, as like,
0: when's he going to make his move? Oh, I worry about him so much. Yeah, but then one day they just like, I'm leaving the mansion and I'm going to kiss you, finally.
1: Well, no, there was that one issue where they're like, oh, it took us so long to start dating. I wonder why that was. Well, that was stupid.
0: Let's do it on the butt. And then
1: they did it in the butt, which, was, which is even further after that. Uh, so anyways, yeah, I don't sure they were dating Uh, this the the language that colossus uses as far as breaking up and uh whatnot seems a little harsh for what actually happened in my opinion but anyways it doesn't matter uh he wakes up kitty and is like are you all right and she's like "Yep." hey wait a minute we're not at the mansion and that's when arcade walks in what was our arcade voice
0: it was like a no siree killing you sure ain't please allow me to introduce myself little darling kitty cat The name's Arcade. Welcome, X-Men, to Murder World. Sort of like a southern, menacing southern...
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Matthew McConaughey kind of style, right? Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yeah. All right, all right, all right. Something like that. (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, though, in Anchorage, um, Colossus, not Colossus, Cyclops... Is laying well. He's getting. He's packing his bags and thinking about how much has changed and something's going on with the professor um, and how you know in the old days Magneto was a Magneto was a villain, but now he's hanging out at the mansion, which is weird. They're like buddies now.
0: Yeah. Cyclops so doesn't sleep in pajamas. He has got little pajama bottoms. He's got pajama bottoms. Yeah,
1: but I mean, come on. If you were stacked like Colossus, you wouldn't wear a shirt either. <laughs> I wouldn't. And Madeline. She's... Stirs,
0: But Colossus is twice as stacked as Cyclops.
1: Yeah, but he's embarrassed by it. <laughs> Cyclops is like, I have a really nice build. I'm like 6'1", 185 pounds, most of it muscle. I'm not I'm egregious. am finally
0: comfortable with my body. <laughs> yeah.
1: When I go to the beach, people double take. <laughs> and not in a gross way like you. Look at all those muscles. But like, oh,
0: look at those muscles. That's a handsome looking lad with those freakish red glasses on. <laughs>
1: Madeline knows it. She stirs and she's like, "What are you doing up so early? Are you sneaking out on your wife?"
0: <laughs> no, I, I, it's, uh, I mean, uh, yes, I wasn't sitting here thinking
1: about Jean Grey. I mean, uh, <laughs> no, I, you know, the professor. I gotta, I gotta go and help him. You know, he did so much for me. She reminds him that, like, well, I understand, but you took some responsibilities when you said I do, and we're a family, so.
0: Yeah, seriously. Your your wife is pregnant. I, we don't know how how long the pregnancy is, and you want to go off on a mission with the X Men that could end result in your death. Does your wife let you leave?
1: I don't know. Is he going off on a mission or is he just going to help the professor because he's sick?
0: It's the X-Men. <laughs> you know, with the X-Men, it could result in anything. He could get brainwashed. Right. There could be some sort of shenanigans.
1: Right. Jean Grey could come back to life. Any number of things could happen. Uh, but yeah, so he talks about how scary it is that the X-Men were really his only family. And now he has a family of his own and he never had that prior to the x-men
0: well she has to point that out to him she's like you know you're you've got more responsibilities you're having a kid i sacrificed some of my pr- freedom and independence my life is a pilot for you <laughs> the reserve verse has to be true if we're going to make it as a family jerk
1: right so she's like yeah all right so uh it's i'm scared too but uh <laughs>
0: You have one, you have, you have a family now for better or worse till death. And that's when Cyclops says, it's scary, Madeline.
1: (laughs) And so she says, uh, go do your little X-Man thing, but hurry back home soon. Douche. (laughs) So we cut back to Arcade's very fancy dining room and uh, Kitty and Colossus are in their costumes now. They must've had an extra pair. Uh, I guess we're also assuming here that Arcade was able to sneak into the mansion and somehow kidnap these two. Um, But I guess it's it's Arcade. He's apparently got these uh, capabilities at his disposal.
0: He's kidnapped them before.
1: Kitty and Colossus don't know what's going on. I I think they assume that they are probably to be run through Murder World um, because Arcade isn't quite telling them what's going on when... A hunter-seeker missile
0: flies through the window. Colossus can't catch it, and Kitty uh, realizes that its sensors didn't react to my immaterial state by phasing through the little terror. I've scrambled its electronics. And that's when Colossus grabs it, holds it into his chest, and it blows up. Boom.
1: Yeah. And, uh... Klausis's costume is all torn up there and exploded, and, and Klausis is like, cutie are you enjoying this? <laughs> Only the view, giggle, kind of flirting with you, even though we broke up."
0: Well, you know, she can, she can still, she can still appreciate the view.
1: It is at this point that uh we we do find out that somebody is actually after Arcade.
0: Yes, or somebody is uh after Arcade and he wants Kitty and Colossus to help him and he shows them to his room filled with X-Men um androids or X Sentinels.
1: Uh they are they're not X Sentinels. <laughs> <laughs> they are definitely X ex, X robots and they have there's tons of costumes so Colossus is actually able to get another costume, and that's when Kitty stumbles across the... Uh, what the we, lingerie section. Y- y- yeah, the, the, the bondage X-Men. It's like X-Men in leather and spikes and stuff. I'm not entirely sure what Wolverine's wearing, but it looks like a little leather vest. Uh, Yeah.
0: They're my Barbie dolls, babe. I build them. I dress them as I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And Kitty is like... Okay, Shrimp, put Starling, I want answers or else. And he's like, well, certain clients prefer to exercise their talents and skills against prospective antagonists. Talking about his X-Men Barbie dolls. Yeah,
0: I think that's like a direct reference to uh, Mystique when she was training herself.
1: Oh, Yeah, that could be. Sure, I forgot about that.
0: My android simulacrums allow them to do that.
1: Is that the story then, Arcade? Your customers have gotten tired playing with toys, so you've decided to provide us instead. And Colossus grabs the torso of an android wolverine and crumples it up and says, For your sake, Doverish, I sincerely hope that that
0: is not the case. Let's not get hostile, okay? We're all friends here.
1: Yeah, and so, uh, he says that somebody, uh, the person who sent the missile has put a contract on him. Today, Arcade is to be murdered in Murder World.
0: Murdered in Murder World? Whoa! Murdered in murder world.
1: Yeah, and then Colossus says that uh professional assassin, you must have made your share of enemies. This seems like justice. And uh our kid's like, Come on, man, it's it this is Doctor Doom that's after me. You're not gonna You're not gonna let me uh uh against Doctor Doom.
0: Doctor Doom yikes, thinks Kitty to herself. Not our problem, Buster. But then Colossus and Kitty have a moment alone and they decide, well, it's Let's see what's going on. Let's let's play along for a little bit until we figure out what this caper's all about.
1: It's prompted because Arcade's like, "Look, you turn me down a fail, and my associate Miss Locke goes after your nearest and dearest. What happens to me happens to them."
0: Yeah, I mean, even Kitty says, "Give me a break. That never works."
1: Right. So they're not falling for the bait here, but they're like, "Well, let's just. What else are we gonna do today?" It's, it's
0: as arch villains go, fight. you suck.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, in Lower Manhattan, we have a, uh, well, we have Jamie Rodriguez and a humanoid Nimrod, who I guess is fully vetted out his human, uh, disguise. Remember last time we saw him, he was like kind of a half Nimrod, half human in his disguise, but it wasn't working.
0: Yes. And now Nimrod is working for, uh, he's working with Jamie, what is his name? Rodriguez? I think so. Yeah. And, uh, down doing, at the uh, the doing f- hard hard work down at the the shore with the fish.
1: Yeah, hauling fish. You're like you're really strong and super smart. It doesn't really make sense that you could fix my boy's computer and lug fish around, but that's cool. I think it's awesome. And that's when some criminals barge in and they're like, "Freeze, Trump! Uh, Trump's payday for you means payday for us. Money on a table."
0: Did you just call him Trump?
1: I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs>
0: That's his That's his new voice. I, <laughs> I, I am Nimrod. <laughs> you criminals engaged... I can't do a very yeah. good job.
1: <laughs> so he turns from his human form into Nimrod as one of the criminals has a gun in his face. And he says, I'm Nimrod, you criminals engaged in felony armed robbery. What does he say? That he, this unit is empowered to pass judgment and execute sentence. And he uses his little triangle of death beam to disintegrate them. You're fired. <laughs> and that's what he says. It's really weird. Uh really ahead of his time. Jamie's like, Nimrod. And he's like, they had weapons, Jamie. They wanted to use them. If I hadn't have acted, one or more of you would have surely been slain. And everybody I've always kind of found this to be um a little uh inconsistent. We just saw a human turn into a big pink robot and disintegrate two people, and everybody in this cafe are like,
0: "Way to go, Nimrod! You're the man!" Thanks, Mister. Well, as you pointed out, it's very Trump-like.
1: <laughs> but I mean, if this was like a mutant, you know, they'd be like, "Oh, mutie! You're horrible!"
0: Just you see that, guys. I fired him.
1: <laughs> yeah, he did. He he fired him with his little little pink triangle of of your firedness so yeah that
0: yeah it's definitely weird
1: yeah so everybody's like celebrating nimrod and we cut back to uh murder world where uh uh arcades got a simulacrum of what uh the scene in the godfather uh old cars in manhattan
0: third avenue l yeah the l train this
1: specific scene i don't recognize from that movie but i'm sure it was there
0: i guess i don't know I, yeah, I suppose.
1: And so Arcade has gathered up a bunch of android X-Men, so basically have a full team standing on top of a building, and um, he says, uh, you know, uh, he's he's going to be in here, so take as many of my robots as you want, uh, stop him, and that'd be awesome.
0: Uh, this time things are different, Doom somewhere in Murder World. You got lots of X-Bots. Here he comes. There's... Katie thinks to herself that Petey's awful quiet and serious... It's strange that Dr. Doom's playing by arcade's rules. Why would he do that? Kitty, uh, Colossus is still on edge around me. He's, he's as scared of hurting me as he is of trying of of me trying to get even by hurting him. And this is what I started thinking when she said, in Petal's, Petey's awful, quiet, serious, my initial thought was, oh, one of, them's, one of them's not real. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, she's just talking about Colossus' motivation in this issue. Yeah, right. But in the back of my mind... One of them is not real, right?
1: That's when a speeding train comes flying towards them, and it starts sh- shooting at them, and it transforms into a train automaton, like a robot. It's
0: a, it's, it's a Dinobot. It's totally
1: a Dinobot, it, <laughs> and it kind of looks like Doctor Doom. It's got the Doctor Doom helmet and and mouth thing, but the rest of it just kind of looks like a robot dog.
0: And then from behind. Uh, The X-Men, a bunch of um, thugs come out of a hatch, a side hatch, if you will. And then another group of X-Men show up. Hang loose, Colossus. Reinforcements just arrived. My name's Reinforcements. Uh, Look, (laughs) looks like in the nick of time behind you. So now there's two Wolverines and I guess pretty much two of everybody.
1: Yeah. Are these little sword guys? Are these Doom guys? They must be, right?
0: Yeah, they must be. Okay. And then there's also uh, aircraft. Coming from neighboring buildings.
1: Yeah, like everything's everything's out to get them now. And um, Kitty thinks to herself as the giant robot dog up on two legs is walking around. She's like, where are the darn Ewoks when you need them the most? Right. Yep. Yeah. Taking out those ATS sts Mm-hmm. I'm guessing this must have come out shortly after Return of the Jedi. Well, this is way beyond 83, isn't it? This is like 86.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, those movies will never go away. That's They've true. Been in, they're still in theaters at this time.
1: Yeah, good point. Uh, Back just,
0: when things stayed in theaters forever. Yeah. Those were the good old days.
1: Those were the good old days. And so uh, robot X-Men are getting blasted left and right, and Colossus doesn't like it. He's like, oh, even though it's just a robot. uh,
0: uh, Kitty actually starts taking charge because she's, she's, as we've seen in past issues, she's starting to become a leader. So she's giving commands to everybody. Mm -hmm. And that's when she and Cyclops get blasted into oblivion.
1: But it turns out, obviously Cyclops is an android, but this particular Kitty... Is also an android, and Colossus is re- re- uh, relieved.
0: By the White Wolf says Colossus to the for the first time when Kitty dies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rogue and Storm are flying around using their powers to destroy some of these flying missile things. Rogue gets uh, taken out, and uh, then there's two Colossuses who are just tearing apart these little Doom robots that have spears. Uh, but then
0: they get destroyed. Kitty had also commented how nice it was to see Storm flying again.
1: Yeah. Nightcrawler. Uh,
0: Wolverine and Wolverine are battling together. I kind of like this scene just because it's they're talking to each other. <laughs> right. It's the best Doom can do. We must be slipping in old age. Don't get cocky.
1: Don't get cocky, me. <laughs> the longer this goes on, the louder, lousier the odds are for us. And and he gets destroyed. Uh, Nightcrawler and Another Cyclops, they're fighting and stuff, uh, and they they get destroyed. Um, Colossus and Kitty are able to finally take out the Doom Train thing.
0: I know those were Arcade's fakes, but even to see friends incinerated... Yeah, I just saw you incinerated.
1: (laughs) We are not Arcade's creations, Cat, but we may yet share their fate. They destroy the robot thing by taking i think colossus rips off its leg and shoves it through its mouth as you do and he says done it i saved
0: kitty as i could not save jaji yeah i never even had a chance to try i hardly knew her and he basically talks himself out of his guilt he has kitty
1: in his arms and he spills his guts and talks about everything that happened and what he's been feeling this whole time and he asks Kitty's a few questions, like, am I right dwelling on the past? What debts are forever, Kitty? Am I truly honoring Zhaji in this way? Or, ah, oh, forgive me, I should not be asking such things of, look out! And that's when another airplane, piloted by Doctor Doom, uh, fires its, its uh,
0: machine guns at them. So here I notice that Kitty isn't, doesn't talk for, like, the next two pages. Right. And so I started thinking that like wouldn't this be an interesting story if one of only one of the X-Men was real and it's either Colossus or Kitty and the uh, arcade is just testing out his his new enhanced X-Men that are so real that un- it, they could fool another X-Men.
1: Oh that that he somehow has even tapped into their personalities and feelings and and things like yeah, the memories like, you know
0: you you see you see kitty thinking to herself at mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. and you see classes thinking to himself so you think they're they're pretty real but i thought i would be and then i thought maybe it would be even more interesting if like even the robots themselves think they're real oh they're, yeah. it turns out nobody's real this whole issue
1: even arcade's not real <laughs> well maybe there's something to that um we'll yeah. find out <laughs> So Dr. Doom says, uh, what doom begins, he does not end
0: until he's won. He's in sight of one of the ships and he's shooting at them.
1: Yeah, Colossus is, oh, there's something we actually missed here a little bit earlier, uh, where Kitty says to, to Arcade, like, oh, yeah, Doom, he's he's insane, he's crazy. Uh, and then Colossus says, you were sick, Kitty, the last time we fought him, and we barely got away with our lives. And uh, Arcade's like, oh, that was, that was just a robot Doom. That wasn't the real Doom. Did we know that? I think, yeah, we did know that, because there was like an Avengers or a Fantastic Four.
0: Yeah, there's a Fantastic Four that John Byrne writes where the the robot dr doom reports to dr doom about how arcade lit a match on him yeah and then dr doom has him trashed
1: yeah like i would never let that happen and you were not worthy of my name or something like that you're fired i've forgotten about that so i yeah just so pointing that out again so colossus picks up uh, another hunk of debris and throws it at dr doom's ship which crashes right into Arcade's control center, essentially delivering Doctor Doom to Arcade. Arcade's like, brilliant, Rusky. Buckethead's out to punch my ticket. You send him crashing right through my front window. Whose side are you on anyway?
0: Klaas grabs Kitty and says, I don't have time to think about this, but I'm sending you with a fastball special straight up there. Uh, He thinks to himself, it was the only thing I could do. Kitty knows that she, uh Kitty knows that she understands, but will my decision leave me with more blood on my hands and in fact, when he bursts through the wall, uh Kitty is lying on the ground, although there is smoke coming from her, and Dr. Doom has arcade in his one hand and his other hand is on fire
1: yeah well he 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 punched Kitty in the back so hard that that he burnt her spine, and now oh, that's okay. just, like, cauterized flesh and bone smoking out of the back of her body, and she's dead. Okay. And Colossus is like, Murderer, I shelter the heart from your iron-clad breast.
0: Our game has ended, Arcade, as are you. And Kitty's like, No need, partner! And she
1: phases up through the ground, dun-da-dun, right next to the dead. Uh, well, I guess we know it's an android version of Kitty. Phases through Dr. Doom's armor, And he falls down because he has been deactivated by her phasing power.
0: Oopsie, Victor Von Doom, fall down, go boom.
1: And she says, I love it when a plan comes together. Dun, 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 dun. (laughs) Doom zapped the kitty X-Bot thinking it was me and your entrance, Peter, distracted him for the couple of seconds I needed. Were you a robot throughout the battle? Except for right at the beginning. And so I don't know. I, I feel like when she stopped talking is when she left the battle.
0: Uh, I think there was one kit version where she says, when she says, it's strange seeing our friends die. Yeah. I think that was Robot Kitty. You think so? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because right at the beginning of the bot, I think she disappears before the first kitty dies. There's a lot of kitties that die in this issue.
1: You know, she does say, uh, I figured one of us better stay with arcade just in case. So I reprogrammed this X-Bot to play my part and snuck back. So maybe that, yeah, maybe you're right.
0: She is one hell of a hacker.
1: Yeah, man. She just got in there. She's like soldering and rewiring.
0: All right. I need you to act like this.
1: There wasn't time to brief you, and I figured you'd be more convincing if you thought one of the bots was really me. Your reactions would prove to Doom that I was with you. Then once he'd taken care of me, he wouldn't be expecting any more trouble.
0: What a dunce I was to pour my heart out to a machine. But perhaps that was for the best. Did you enjoy making a fool of me, Kitty?
1: That wasn't the plan, my intent, Peter, but yeah, part of me does. And part of me is ashamed. I wanted to see how much you still cared. What is the answer? The answer is, hey, Arcade, don't do that. Yeah, that's kind of a weird... Uh, uh, transition but yeah
0: arcade is tapping out his cigar on D- dr doom's butt don't get yourself in an
1: uproar kitty this ain't doom miss Locke i very nearly had you arcade another few seconds
0: them's the brakes sweetheart so mrs Locke was wearing a dr doom suit yes <laughs> <laughs> which she manages somehow to like like, escape out of, like, a canoe through a backhatch.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she's a lot smaller than Dr. Doom's armor. <laughs> uh, and so he, he op- presses the martini door, and two martinis appear, gives her one, and they toast to one another.
0: A toast to the best duel I've had in ages.
1: Next year, I shall dance on your grave.
0: You're welcome to try. And then that was a game. Sucker Shot, I should have guessed. The Sucker Shot, that's a good name for a band.
1: <laughs> we are the Sucker Shot. My name's Kitty, and this is my guitar player, Peter. On drums, we have Arcade, The ultimate kidzos. To celebrate my birthday, Miss Locke has 24 hours to cash in my chips any way she can.
0: You were willing to be killed?
1: That's the whole point, honey bunch. Otherwise, where's the excitement? Where's the fun?
0: Arcade, that's insane!
1: Yeah, ain't it though? I'm gonna drop you off now. So, he, uh, yeah, he jumps in the car, he drops the X-Men off at the mansion, they peel off, and are like, well, should we go get him? And they're like, well, what are we going to tell the police? Kidnapping? Where's our proof? Like, we're just going to have to let him go this time.
0: I like this shot of him driving away. I I think he just always has this huge smile on his face. I'm driving! <laughs>
1: Yay! I'm putting on my pajamas! Yay! <laughs> I'm brushing my teeth! Yay! And so Kitty and Colossus have a very brief heart-to-heart. And uh, it ends with Colossus asking if this could be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Kitty shrugs. They walk a little. And then she says,
0: Maybe. And they hold hands.
1: Aww. Meanwhile, again, meanwhile, in Africa, the Carrion are circling Storm, who was
0: shot, if you'll recall. Yes, we. Two issues ago, we thought she was dead, mm-hmm. but here we discover that she is left for dead. It looks like she has. A grazed bullet wound in her head. Vultures, she says.
1: Begone, eaters of carrion. Find some other carcass to strip. I am far from ready. Do you wish my life, O oh master of shadows? Then come for me, claim me, if you dare. She's got a spear and a knife. She's up on her feet. And the next issue is life death.
0: Life death. From the Heart of Darkness.
1: And I have to admit, never read this issue.
0: But you love Life, Death, Other, One.
1: Part One? Yeah. I loved it?
0: I don't know. Aren't you always like, Life, Death is amazing, man.
1: No, I don't think I've ever said that. Oh. In <laughs> fact, I think for this podcast this is the first time I ever really read that one cover to cover.
0: Oh, wow. I think Why so, yeah. are you yeah. avoiding all these life deaths? What do you have against life death?
1: Well, uh, there it, when I was younger as I've said many times on this podcast, different weird art scared me. (laughs) And so Barry Windsor Smith's very weird at the time art and heavy use of inks uh, and the lack of like a Wolverine. I was like, meh, kind of boring. Conversely, I you know, there's that X-Men Wolverine issue coming up that's done by Barry Windsor Smith. That's one of my favorites, even though that was weirdly drawn. But see, it had Wolverine. (laughs) I perceive... I perceived that the issue which I believe is double sized like has no
0: action. So I can picture you like scanning through the the comic book racks and you see this issue of X-Men and you're like, Ugh.
1: "Well, and keep in mind that I also wasn't buying X-Men at this time. It is uh, 1986, okay. right? So I'm I'm probably buying GI Joes and Transformers." I see. I'm not buying X-Men probably for another year and a half.
0: Okay, so I was going to imagine further that you grabbed an issue of New Mutants and you're like,
1: Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I would look at back issues of New Mutants, and I knew it was related to the X-Men, and I was definitely like, what the hell is this? (laughs) But obviously the older, more mature me is like, oh, okay. I respect this art form and that it dares to be a little different and blah, blah, blah.
0: Blah, blah, blah.
1: So there you go. That was uh, X-Men number 197. Not, not really my one of my favorite issues.
0: It's kind of a filler issue, but it's, it's a better filler issue as far as filler issues go.
1: Right. We're fixing the relationship between Kitty and Colossus, and, and there's value in that. Uh, it's always good to see Arcade, so, you know,
0: not complaining. No, I didn't comment on it, but I like how whenever, when they're in front of Arcade, they, they call each other by their code names. It's Cat and Colossus. Absolutely. It was a nice touch.
1: So, so there you go.
0: There you go. We got, we got an iTunes review.
1: We did. Hooray. We, we, we wanted one more before the 2016 ended and we got it from Gina Bob.
0: Gina Bob or Gianna Bob. Well, I'll say Jana Bob.
1: Sure. She. I'm. I'm gonna go with she.
0: Well, I bet it's. I bet it's a couple. It's oh. Gina and Bob.
1: Could be. Could be. Uh. So does that count for two? Do we get two out of that one? Then?
0: I don't think it works oh, that way. Oh, darn. All right.
1: Uh, well, they say it's great. Love the voices. Well, we gave you some voices this issue too. So hopefully we didn't disappoint. And if yeah, if you'd like to get a hold of us, uh, we'd love to hear from you. By the way. You can do so by visiting us at www.xmenpodcast.com, visiting us at facebook.com forward slash Danger Podcast. At Danger Room Go is where we can be followed on our Twitter feed. Uh, you can email us at dangerroom at redcatproductions.com. We're available on iTunes. Go into there, type in Danger Room into the podcast section. We're the first one that pops up. You can subscribe to us, uh, give us a star, leave us some feedback, or you can dial us up. On the old school telephone, 501-GET-X-MEN, which is 501-438-9636. You can even send a text message to that phone number if that's your preferred way of communication. And that's the way you talk to us. Has
0: anybody ever done that?
1: Texted us? Yeah. No, I have, just to test it to make sure it worked. Hmm. So,
0: so there you go. You know, yeah. More iTunes reviews. Yeah. <laughs> This is, 2017 is the year of iTunes reviews. We're going to get so many. I can't, we're going to double. We're going to (laughs) triple. Adam's addicted to iTunes reviews. It's true. I must have some more. (laughs)
1: So, all right, there you go. We'll be back next time. Won't we, Adam? I I sure hope so. (laughs) (laughs) So, until that time, my name is Jeremy. Now you got me worried. Right. My name is Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Adam. And the Danger Room is closed.